All right, welcome to another episode of FTU, Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez. And today I'm joined by uh, Junior's nephew, right? Yeah, yeah. Julian? Yes, sir. Julian, he did uh, some time in the Marines, correct? Yes, sir, sure did. Four and a half years. Thank you for that, because when I went to go see the Marine recruiter, they... Scared the bejesus out of me. And, uh, <laughs> uh, they're pretty uh, intimidating. Uh, they wouldn't. They would not let me leave that office until I said I would join the Marines. And once I said I did, I didn't sign anything to let me leave, and I never went back. Yeah. Uh, but with that, uh, I'd like to pass it over to Julian, and the floor is yours. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me today, Tony. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, my uncle uh, Junior hit me up saying, "Hey." Uh, hop on this guy's podcast and talk about like, you know, your transition, um, and life outside the military. And I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. So I did uh four and a half years in the Marines. I was with third battalion, eighth Marines out of Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Uh, I was a mortarman. Uh, I was, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me with 81 millimeter mortars, uh, and weapons company there. And, uh, had a blast. Uh, there was times that were miserable, um, I guess that's for any, you know, military personnel. There's good times and bad times. Um, I wouldn't trade anything I learned. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, it, it was the best around that time. Um, Michael, let me see those things. I gave them to him. Oh, you gave it to him. Okay. One second. Sorry about that. I had a little interruption. I'm leaving a job site. Uh, I didn't expect to be here at this time, but I just so no, no, no worries. It just so happened that happened. But uh, yeah, so uh, my transition was a little weird and funky. Um, I had uh, so many peers getting out before me. I was literally the last of my peers uh, to get out. Um, it wasn't supposed to be that way. Uh, and I, I actually was planning on staying in the military and, uh, but I just, uh, had different plans and I'll, I'll explain those plans. But, um, I got out during, uh, when COVID first started. So literally everything was shutting down. So my, uh, transition process out was sort of easy and a little challenging at the same time. Um, so I was actually in line to go to ANS uh, assessment and selection, but I had to get my GT score up uh, for the ASVAB. And when I, I went through this little two-month course to help me improve uh, that uh, score, which I did improve it, but I was two points away from the GT score I needed uh, to be able to be eligible to go to ANS. So I was a little discouraged in that area. So I had another opportunity come up for, uh, psychological operations. So I thought I'd give it a try. Um, me being a grunt and all, I just was like, I don't know if I like this. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm down to test it out because I, I just was wanting to try something else other than regular infantry. Um, so I kept an open mind. I went to the weak screener, uh, 
and I ended up not enjoying myself like I thought I would. Um, and I just was like, well, I guess it's just more beneficial for me to exit the Marine Corps. And uh, my dad, he owns a uh, commercial landscaping franchise here in Alabama. So uh, I hit him up and I was like, hey, dad, I think I'm getting out. And um, he was like, OK, well, are you going to come back and work with me? And I worked with him uh, my junior and senior year uh, once I stopped playing baseball. And uh, any time I was out of school, I'd go help him and whatever crew was working. And um, yeah, so he, I, I told him, yeah, I'm going to come work with you again. So he hired me back on. Um, and I'm pretty much a business developer. And uh, what my job pretty much is uh, sales is trying to get more customers for, you know, landscaping contracts. So I um, get out and... Uh, I'm back in Alabama, but before I got out, um, thank God my IPAC, uh, D issue was a smooth transition. I had everything I needed. I was good to go. Uh, I literally cleaned everything the night before, let it all dry out and took it that day. And it took me, the only thing that made me mad about my D issue was that, you know, I understand that a Colonel has more things to do than a Sergeant does, but <laughs> I hate that uh, I was, like, waiting there for almost two hours, and they bumped this guy to the front of the line, and I'm like, that gum, that, well, that sucks. Like, we've been waiting here for hours, and home, homeboy walks in for five minutes, and he's right there, but whatever. So I waited some more and uh, turned that stuff in. And I'll say the hardest part of the transition was, uh, you know, there's that transition readiness seminar that uh, guys that are getting out of the military go through. Um, we call it TRS in the Marines, and I'm sure each branch has, like, a different name for their um, their uh, transition course. Um, well, I had to do mine all online because the actual course was closed. So I had to go through and learn all this stuff without anybody teaching me. Um, so I pretty much self-taught. Uh, things, or if I had questions, I'd go ask, you know, my senior leaders that uh, were still around. Um, and then another challenging thing was uh, doing uh, the VA uh, disability claim, because um, nobody, nobody taught me that, and everybody that already got out of my unit was gone, and, you know, my peers were out, and just you know, didn't want anything to do with the military at the time, you know, until like a few months later when we all, you know, got together, started talking in one huge like Snapchat group. And that's how I communicate with my peers today. We just all talk trash to each other and, you know, back like it was uh, when we were in the barracks all together. And um, the VA disability was uh, a hard one. I had to learn how to do all of it, how to set up the claim, uh, just it was it was a pain it took me about a week and a half to figure it out and there were some challenges on the e-benefits website um that i went through but i i ended up working out the kinks because i was like i'm gonna get this done because i need to make sure it's finished before i get out uh so that way i can go ahead and start claiming any disability that i may have so i i did that well uh Apparently, they kicked back something to me online. I don't remember what it was at this moment, but um, 
I was kind of upset about it because it ended up uh, messing up. Like not getting some type of notification um, to let yeah, me know, yeah. like, hey, you got to get this signed uh, and then kick it back to us and you'll be good to go. So uh, literally 90 days before my uh, transition, uh, I get that email. Well, at 90 days, you got to be done with, you know, all of that. So that way, when you get out, you can start claiming that. Well... Uh, that didn't happen for me because on day 90 is when I went to go check and see, like, if everything was good to go because I, I honestly thought it was. Um, so what happened, ended up happening was, is I had to restart my whole entire claim all over again. But thank God I already knew what to do and I knew not to make that same mistake again. So it took a, a whole entire year going through COVID, trying to get appointments and um, I would say that was like the most challenging part of my transition was I was getting out and I had like, you know, plans and I was, you know, go, like thinking ahead like anybody else would, making sure like, okay, I should have this type of funds at, at such and such date to be able to, you know, live uh, at a certain lifestyle or a certain uh, financial pace or, you know, but I, I did pretty diligent in staying budgeted. Um, on my finances and, um, I see man. but yeah, it was, that was probably one of my most challenging pieces. I already had a job set up, um, a place to live. I ended up crashing at my parents' house for, um, <clears throat> let's see, about five months, I think. And I closed on a house. I bought a house that already had equity pretty much built into it. Uh, the owner that sold it to me, he said he just wanted what he paid for it. So I ended up getting about 40K in equity. So when I, you know, got the house, my wife looked at me and she's like, hey, we need to get these uh, floors redone. We need to, she, you know, she just started throwing a bunch of stuff at me. So I was like, all right, babe, I got it handled. When I bought the floors, I sent her down to where she's from. She's from Opelika, Alabama. So I, I had beer at the ready, and I had my brother-in-law come over and show me how to, you know, lay some floor. And we had enough beer between us both that our back and knees were just numb from, you know, doing all the work. And uh, there was times where I'd get off at work. And I wouldn't come back to my parents' house around like, uh, I don't know, one or two in the morning because I was trying to hurry up and get it done because I know my dad didn't want me in his house for too long, you know, just uh, crashing there for free. So um, I did what I had to as a man to, you know, build uh, the home I needed for, you know, my family. So, I mean, when I finished it, uh, it took me about a whole month to do everything I had to do. I did the, redid the floors, painted the whole house, redid all the shoe mold, uh, countertops put in uh hardware painted the cabinets uh some new doors and frames um so i mean i i, I did a lot to it and you know uh there's no telling how much this house is worth now um especially with the equity that's already in it so i mean i'm i felt like it was a blessed opportunity so i took it um so uh and i just bought it as an investment so i'm probably move out of there in the next year and a half or so 
and um, look for something more in the city. But um, so you were talking about uh, your transition out of the Marines. Did they go over? Did did they give you like a VA benefit? I know it was all online, but did they give you a VA benefits class at all? Yeah. So like going back to when the transition readiness seminar, uh, due to COVID, it was closed. So I had to read all that and learn it. And I had to like email one of like the instructors and she literally just told me I was good. Like, so I have no clue if there was actually anything wrong with it. Or if it was actually really good to go, you know, so. So they didn't even, like, try to do it over Zoom or anything? No, I guess nobody thought about it at the time. Honestly, if I would have thought about it at the time, they probably would have gave a Marine a NAM for that. Oh, let's use Zoom. Give them a NAM, you know. They started handing out uh, Navy Achievement Medals like candy, but that's all behind me now. No, so... um... No, that's interesting to hear because uh, I had to do mine as well online, right? Um, but they, by the time I went, it was all over Zoom. Uh, I, I um, wish it was, but it wasn't. Like, it would have been nice to, because, you know, like, they're, uh, they're the instructor of the course. It would have been nice to, like, get actual, like, face-to-face feedback, uh, you know, being able to ask questions real time instead of... Like I, I literally figured it all out by myself. That's that's how I felt. I felt alone in my transition because one, all my peers were gone, um, and it was just me and uh, first year uh, Marines, pretty much in the fleet. So while training them and doing my uh, transition, um, I actually ended up having a baby. That's why I was a. Uh, trying to re-enlist because um, I was like hey uh, well I mean I, I like the Marines but um, I like wearing the uniform every day but I I just felt like since I ran into two uh, roadblocks in my time I was like I, I think it's just best for me to transition out so did, did anyone tell you at all was so the person that was helping you, or your instructor, were were they the VSO, the Veteran Service Officer? No, 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 no. They were just a TRS coach, I guess. I'm okay. not really sure what you call them, but I knew that. I did they even tell you they were? I guess I'm class. curious. Did they tell you about the VSO? Uh, yes. So I I read about it um, when I was doing the courses online and. I literally called every VSO within 10 to 50 miles of my area. Not a single one called me back. So I literally, um, I feel like going through what I did, I feel like I'm a subject matter expert on how to do your (laughs) VA disability claim. (laughs) So if you know any veterans that haven't done it and need encouragement to do it, send them my way. I will help them for free. No, that's actually um, really good because, to be honest, after uh, my first contract expired, um, I was in Iraq and decided to uh, re-enlist while I was out there. But I, I didn't even know I could file a VA claim. Doing, I thought you had to be like seriously injured. Yeah, it, um, yeah, like, they, they really don't tell you. 
and uh, I just knew from all my buddies whenever they were doing their tra transition process out, I, I asked them questions like, oh, okay, cool. So, like, what did y'all do? And so literally anything that was wrong or I felt, you know, seriously wrong with me, uh, like my back goes numb when I carry something on my back or I'm wearing a backpack. Um, mm -hmm. I had to look up scientific uh, verbatim like verbiage so that way I could put it in there so whenever like medical examiners are looking at it they're like oh okay this 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 is what he has I know what this this scientific term means or medical term means uh, now I know what to look for when I'm examining this guy um, so me doing that I guess helped out in the long run of them knowing what to look for uh, especially in the G exam, the very last exam you go through for your v, uh, VA disability. Um, but yeah, I mean, I got a year's worth of back pay. So that was, that was actually helpful. That actually helped me pay off my, uh, student loans and my, uh, Tacoma. So that was, uh, very beneficial. Like, like I said, I had like a blessed transition. It was easy. And, you know, there was the challenges I talked about. Yeah, no, definitely. So, um, you know, your uncle helped me out a great deal because I was just going to retire. And he, he, I talked to him and he was telling me, like, you're broke. Like, you are seriously broke. Like, you, you're falling apart. Like, I put tape on both of my shoulders to support him. It's like, normal people don't do that. Yeah. It's like, you should, like, try to med board out because, like, normal people can raise their arms. Like, I... That's about the extent of my arms, right? They, they don't go very high. Yeah. And uh, so he helped me out a, a great deal. And that's part of the reason why we started doing this podcast is just to get information like you have out there. So people. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. You know, aren't out there. That's awesome. Aren't, they're not out there just, you know, lost. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, I, I listen to uh, my uncle and you talk on uh, uh, that show. And uh, I was like, oh, sweet. My uncle's doing a podcast. That's awesome. And then I started listening to it. And I was like, hey, this is pretty good. And I got into it, you know. So um, I, I think uh, what's crazy is, you know, like uh, the amount of service members in my family that have been males since World War II, you know, uh, just guys that were lifers 20 years and plus, And then you got me the next generation uh and i'm the first marine of the family and uh i did four and a half years and i'm sitting here i don't know how the heck my uncles my dad i don't know how they did 20 plus years i was like i guess it was better and different for them then but like now it's just i just got tired of certain things and uh, the stuff that like you know bothered me uh and I was just like, I feel like it shouldn't be this way. And, you know, there was times where, like, I had commanders that did things in training that I just felt like, okay, this is repetitive. It's a waste of our time. I feel like I'm getting nothing out of it. And instead of thinking that way and being negative with my peers, I ended up started like, okay, let me, let me get in the mind of a commander and see why he did things this way. So that way I could, like, remain positive throughout my time because I've had my very first gunny um so uh, gunnies for weapons company uh mortarman they're uh, actually arty guys 
So um, they come over to us for to be our platoon sergeant. And this guy was a prior drill instructor. I've got, you know, a ton of respect for him. And uh, he told me, hey, don't let your first unit be like the unit that makes you think this is what the whole entire Marine Corps looks like. And so I listened to that and I took it to heart because, like, I didn't want to feel all, you know, the negativity I did when I was a junior Marine. Uh, and when I became a senior Marine is when he told us, you know, he told us that. And I was like, okay, well, let me, let me look at it that way. And that's when I started, you know, changing my perspective on uh, the way commanders or senior enlisted think on why we're doing certain stuff. So that way I had uh, pretty much we called it drinking the Kool-Aid or buying into it, you know. So that, that made my time in a little more easier. No, that's great. Um, you know, we're gonna have gonna have do an episode coming up pretty soon on leadership, right? Because uh, my my view on leadership is, you know, I think it's it's an attribute, just like you know, you have these athletes, right? Like a, a basketball player, right? I like to use a uh, Michael Jordan. How many Michael Jordans are there on this planet, right? He he had great. He was blessed with some great um, physical attributes, some skill. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. Now he worked. He worked to get better, but some people were like he. He had that base, right? And I view leadership that way too. That there are some people that just they just have that. They just have that skill. Um, I'm not one of those people, so I I have to apply myself and I have to work and I have to try. At my best, maybe maybe I'm a seventy percent leader, right? If you're going to grade yourself an A, a C, C minus, right there, right? Um, there's some people that are A's; just, they just wake up in the morning, and they're an A. You know, I knew it was time for me to get out of the military when I was waking up and I would go to work, and I saw that the leadership that I had, they were all A plus, and it's like I have to get out now because it'll never be this good ever again. Yeah. And so for me, that was it. Yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah. Hey, so um, you were saying that you paid off your school loans. Uh, did you have you used any uh, like your GI uh, bill at all? Uh, no, I, I have not used my GI bill. I honestly, uh, with how much business that we have uh, with this commercial landscaping franchise, I've been so strapped to work that I knew I wouldn't have time for school and uh, I told my dad when I get out hey man I just need enough to you know pay my bills and like you know live not live strapped but live I guess comfortably you know is what I told him so I was like you just tell me what you can afford and if I need to do odd jobs on the side for landscaping like I'll do it to you know go over the ends meet quote unquote um because I, I'm not the type of person that, uh, like, like I said, I'm a, I'm a budgeted person. I, I like to stick to numbers and, you know, uh, not not possibilities. I like hard numbers. So, like, I know what I can spend and what I can't spend a month. Um, so, um, but when I got that that back pay, uh, that was nice. You know, that's a good chunk of change. And I was like, sweet, I can pay off my truck. I can pay off this. And then I knew 
right around the corner, I was getting next month's BA check at the same time. So um, that was very helpful. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So I know you're busy. You sound like you're, uh, you know, making things happen, which is great because one thing I don't want is I don't want any of our brothers or sisters to be out there, you know, stressing about finding a job. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, And I mean, that's that's one thing at the I guess I missed out on at TRS is uh, jobs that we can get we can get as veterans and like uh, things we can actually use our GI Bill besides school. Like I've heard, uh, there's like schooling, I guess you can end up joining into a three letter agency somehow. Um, I've only heard about it. Nobody's ever taught me it. I just only heard about it from my peers when they were going through transition and I was still training Marines and stuff like that. So I never really thought about it cause I was like, at the time I was, I was reenlisting, you know? So, um, but I mean, there's there's so many plenty of options out there for veterans. Um, you know, there is people. There's other veteran, you know, business, small business owned companies that will definitely look at you if you're a veteran and be like, "Heck yeah, come on and work for me." You know, like, and you know, one one good thing uh, we like to do is um, if a veteran has their DD two fourteen and um, just uh, prove who they say they are. Um, and they show us their DD-214, we put it in their file, um, and then, you know, they'll not get a raise because they're a veteran, but, like, you know, like, we'll encourage them and bring them up, and, you know, because, like, we know they have leadership skills from the military, uh, more than likely, um, that we can use to help, you know, build a, a crew yeah no definitely helping out helping veterans out um once they transition is great because it's a, uh, you know it's hard you haven't had to look for a job or talk like a normal human being for a few years yeah yeah because you know like my thing is is uh i've been a grunt worker ever since I was like eight years old anytime uh, the first time my dad handed me a weed eater is when I was eight years old and I'd go out working with him uh one time I was 11 and I woke up at four in the morning and literally did a whole entire landscape job on this woman's house and I didn't get home until like 11 um so you know I've always been like a hard worker a go-getter um and you know I feel like when I joined the Marine Corps I feel like uh, it is sharpened the rust off of, you know, some of my characteristics or attributes, uh, you know, even giving me some more skills um, to help myself thrive uh, when I rotated back out to the civilian world again. So um, I would say one of the hardest things for me right now uh, is learning how not to I guess not I, I not really blow a gasket moment but um, just like how stern I guess you could be with your younger enlisted when you were an NCO and talking to them or counseling them I have to sort of stop myself before I talk to a civilian like a marine I would say that's one challenge I faced uh, 
on a regular basis, uh, especially, you know, if I see laziness, um, people not pulling their weight, um, a lot of standing around, because I, I don't like standing around, and I don't like laziness, I like to see everybody working just as hard as the man next to them, you know, that's, that's me, but... Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, I was telling your uncle that I took that entire year before I got out to practice uh, not cursing and saying please, thank you, you're welcome, and just you know trying to respond like a normal person would, not losing my mind. Yeah, yeah. Now I will say one habit I wish I could get rid of that I haven't gotten rid of yet is. Uh, uh, Dipping tobacco, that's uh, one thing I used in the military uh, whenever I felt like stressed or let's say I was packing for uh, an exercise or we were going overseas and I was packing. I felt stressed when I was packing and I would have like a major like stress headache. Uh, I just, I guess just in fear of if I didn't have everything I was supposed to have. Or if I'm missing a piece of gear that I shouldn't be missing. Because I was pretty... I don't know why I did that. Because I was pretty, like, good about keeping my things together. Even when, like, I lived in the barracks and out of the barracks. Uh, so, like, I still sometimes get those, like, overwhelming stress. Uh, it's, it's a weird feeling, I guess. It's, it's hard to explain. But I know it's me stressing out. And when I throw... Uh, some Copenhagen in, like, uh, I'm good to go. Like, I'm back to being focused and sharp-minded. Um, that was that was one thing. So, like, I, I haven't gone through that in a while. But, you know, just Copenhagen being an addictive product, I've stuck with it for a while now. And um, I wish I could kick that bad habit. Like, just drop it like that, you know, like super quick but you know it's it's in actuality it takes you know what 21 days to break a habit so you know I, I've had times where in the Marine Corps I quit for about like two months and then I'd go back to it again um, so I should have never picked it up out of boot camp uh, again that, that would have been better for me just to stay away from it but one of my buddies uh, came to my graduation and uh, he gave me some and I was like hey thanks man three months without this and I had one and I was back to being hooked again after three months of being away from it so okay so we're about at our time limit because I try to keep these about between 30 and 40 minutes I don't want to keep you too busy because I know you have other things to do um, so I always give people an opportunity do you want uh, you have a shout out that you want to give to anybody uh, yeah, sure. Uh, all my buddies I served with, man, I miss y'all and I love y'all. Uh, Uncle Junior, I appreciate your service. I, you know, I've always looked up to you, uh, as a, as a leader, um, especially when it came to being in the military and I miss coming to see you when I was in Lejeune and you were in Bragg, but, uh, I'll come up there eventually and see you soon. I've just been a little too busy with work and all. And, uh, Tony, man, I appreciate you for, you know, uh, reaching out to me and letting me be a part of something great, you know. And I hope that uh, this podcast gets out to a lot of veterans uh, throughout every branch and uh, 
I encourage every veteran to your uh, uh, your um, documentation. Documentation is key when it comes to your VA disability. Like, make sure you get stuff documented. Don't be afraid. Don't be that guy that's like, oh, I'm weak if I go to medical. No, you're just going to get it documented. That's all you want to do. You don't want to do anything else about it at the time. That's cool, but at least get it on paper. So that way, when it comes time for you to transition out, it's that much more simple and easy for you to claim, back up your claims on your VA disability. So that's all I got. All right. So for everybody who's listening, um, as always, thank you for listening. You're special. You are important. Your physical and your mental health matter. So please take care of that. And as always, zot, 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 and roll time.